This is Biz. I'm a part-time working mom with a big kid and a little kid. And I'm Teresa. I have a family business, two young kids, and a baby. This is a show about life after giving life. Don't listen with your kids, because there will be swears. This is One Bad Mother. This week on One Bad Mother, party favors, the garbage you take home. Plus, if Biz lets something go, Teresa gives herself the silent treatment, and we welcome back Ophira Eisenberg to talk about total surprise babies. Woo! <laughs> I was telling Teresa before the show, this may be my favorite title we've ever done for it's the show. so much fun. Party favors, the garbage you take home. Uh, before, it's really true. You just... <laughs> collect it into a garbage bag, and you... <laughs> Take it home. Where do you want to store your garbage? The car or in a uh, in, in your child's room? Or just have it, depending on your child's personality, yeah. just have it sprinkled around between the two. Trash fairy. Yeah. Teresa, before I ask how you are, we do need to make a very exciting oh, announcement. Yeah. yeah, we do. Guys, so we're doing a show in Chicago in May, May 12th, and it sold out. Yeah. We have like... Like so fast. It sold out so fast. So you guys are so cool. Da-da-da-da. We added another show. Yep. Friday, May 11th, 8 o'clock. So slightly 30-minute different time. Just make yep. sure you're checking. Yep. You can go to onebadmotherpodcast.com. Click on live shows. You'll have the link there to go buy your tickets. Guys, you get either if, if you didn't get tickets for the Saturday show, get it for the Friday show. If you want to come to both shows, it's it's sort of like a retreat. Yeah. It's so true. <laughs> it's like, We're gonna have different topics yeah, each night. That's right. It's we'll, gonna it'll be we'll be there both we'll be, nights. <laughs> We're gonna be selling books before and after and hanging out each night after the shows to sign books and say hi. So And capitalize on the fact that yeah. we're from California, so to us it will feel two hours earlier. Oh my god, I think about that. We'll be at our best. <laughs> Guys, we're so excited. Yeah, we are. Teresa. Yes. How are you? I'm great in the sense that it's somehow summer all of a sudden in Los <laughs> Angeles. Hate um, this weather. Wearing a tank top. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty good. All over the weekend, I was just dealing with maybe you guys are familiar with this sensation where you find yourself <laughs> just straining vocally to like basically like yell mm. talk yeah. at your children <laughs> like a lot and yeah. like i noticed like over the course of the weekend it's like more and more and more and over the course of each day it's more and more and more right and something happens <laughs> with my 4 year old oscar on the weekends when he doesn't take a nap and he just gets more and more tired as the day goes on and he starts to do this thing where I'm talking to him, and he's just not even acknowledging that I'm talking to him. And I am trying to be nice about it because yeah. I realize that he's tired, and it's not he's not doing it to, like, fuck with me. Right. He's just, this is just where he's at, yeah. you know? But I still, nevertheless, need him to, like, go use the potty or, like, right. go wash his hands or, like, go put his shoes away or, right. like, go, like, come to the table to sit down, like, stay seated at the table to try eating his food. Like, there's, like, yeah. all these things. It's actually an endless number of things that I need him to do. And, I, and he's at the point in the day where he's not doing any of yeah. those things, like, on his own 
own, really. Like, sure. I have to, like, tell him. And, like, the first, like, four times that I say it to him, I'm getting nothing back. Yeah. And so, like, there's only so many times that I can drop whatever I'm doing and come over to him and, like, hold his hands and look deep into his <laughs> eyes and say it really calmly again and make sure that he hears right. me. Like, I, at a certain point, I'm yelling. Yeah. Like, I'm not even yelling angrily, but my voice is so loud. Yes. And I'm so tired of talking. I'm getting so... Mm so burnt out on yeah. stuff coming out of my mouth <laughs> and like it going nowhere. Right. It's not going to do anything. It's like just this energy right. suck that's like coming out of You're me. You're just word vomiting all yes. over the place. Yes. Yeah. And at one point last night I was getting the kids into bed and like Oscar decided he needed a sip of water or something or like needed to go potty and was just like walking the wrong direction and I yeah. was kind of like using a like stronger, firmer voice and I was like if can you do like I was like looking at him can you do this can you go into the other room and get your blankie and come right back can you do that like that and Grace expressed to me in a very actually very polite way that she yeah. did not appreciate the way we I was talking to oh. them and <laughs> I did this thing which like is somehow like even kind of just worse ah. where I just was really honest with her about <laughs> like I was just like yeah you know what you're right I don't really enjoy sounding like this either right. but it's like I'm talking and talking and talking to you guys and you don't even like it's like there it's going no like I just literally <laughs> said it I was like I don't even know what to say Grace you're absolutely right this right. is not enjoyable this is not spend tonight fixing it yeah <laughs> I don't, I, I'm so tired of just like saying the same yeah. thing 10 times and being ignored. And then whatever, yeah. said sorry, went to sleep, whatever. All <laughs> like the night was, the night was over and they were asleep and it's all fine. But like afterwards I was trying to reflect on this. Like, why have I become so agitated? Mm. You know? And I don't have an answer oh. other than like, I like, I, it's kind of like a natural progression. Right. But I was like, what can I do to interrupt this? And the only thing I can think of is just <laughs> shutting the fuck up. Shutting the fuck up. Yes. So I don't even know if that's possible it's because really I know there's hard. a reason why I say all the shit well, that right. I say. But right now, I just want to shut the fuck up. Yeah. I mean, yeah. not right now, right now. We're about to do a podcast. <laughs> but like, <laughs> Enjoy yeah. an hour and 10 minutes of total silence and drinking of water. <laughs> So, yeah, that's where I'm at. No, I totally hear you. That is a real thing for us in the house right now with my yell, screaming, talking is the kids keep asking me questions. Oh, yeah. And then tuning me out the oh, moment. Yeah. I'm oh, like, God. I am I am answering ah. this question and now you are somewhere. Or, I need something to eat. Okay, what would you like? But they're gone. Nothing. They're yes. gone. And I'm like this. So oh. that's why I'm like this. I'm just going to sit here. Sure. And, it's fine. Yeah, fine. I'll be quiet. Yeah. But I'll also admit it's total passive aggressive quiet. Oh, yeah. But sure. I'm also not going to fucking chase after you and be like, no. what is it? What would else you like may this? I bring would you? Would you like raisins? <laughs> would you like crackers? Can you answer me? But what would you like? Oh, I'm here to take care. Oh, I guess I am here to take care of you. <laughs> Shit! Well, I look forward to hearing how your silent work goes. Yeah, I'm sure it's going to go great. <laughs> how are you, Biz? I'm good. I have. I'm letting something go, guys. This is the year. I just had the meeting. I'm passing the carnival on to another parent at Katie Bell's elementary school. <sighs> I know. 
it was, and and the guy's way into it. He shadowed me all this uh-huh. year because whatever the carnival is, I've turned it into like a total career. He yeah. shadowed me. Yeah, I'm gonna do what the woman who I took it over from mm-hmm. did, where I just say yes to anything he says. I'll be on the committee where I can like help out. I'll help out the big day, uh-huh. you know, like just setting up, doing whatever. What do you need? Okay. Great. I, you know, you're you, not in charge. I'm not in charge at all. That and so nice. I think it's it was really good. The Katie Bell said, "Oh, when you were running it, it always made me so popular." <laughs> I was like, "Oh yeah, it did." I can't believe your mom does all that work without getting paid. Is what some kid said there, and I was like, "That is something that kid picked up from home, a hundred percent." Yeah, oh, for anyway, sure. Anyway, so I'm like, I'm I'm trying. To shed some things great. and refocus so good. some things. Good job. Thank you. Speaking of shedding things, let's talk about the shedding of items one collects leaving a party. Please take a moment to remember, if you're friends of the hosts of One Bad Mother, you should assume that when we talk about other moms, we're talking about you. If you are married to the host of One Bad Mother, we definitely are talking about you. Nothing we say constitutes professional parenting advice. Ms. and Teresa's children are brilliant, lovely, and exceedingly extraordinary. Nothing said on this podcast about them implies otherwise. Teresa. Yes. Party favors. Mm-hmm. The garbage you take home. <laughs> I can't believe we haven't talked about this, but I've been really wanting to talk about this. And I want to preface, this guys, this is not deep conversation. We're just going to talk about party favors, have a good time talking about this. And we are going to wrap up on the fact that, yeah, we we're none of this conversation is going to keep me from shelling out fucking party favors at different things. All right. This is we're all cogs in the machine, guys. Yeah, this is not (laughs) this is not a conversation that should make any of us feel judged. No, no, not at all. I've done it all. My house is full of it all. I step on it all. It's everywhere. So party favors, the garbage you take home. I guess I just want to start with like. I'd like to do like maybe some historical research based on nothing. <laughs> mm-hmm. How do you think this started? Mm-hmm. Where do you think this came from? I'm trying to remember as a kid, if I like left a party, mm-hmm. did I take anything home? I think you did. I'm sure I took like a balloon. I think it originated before. Like I think it originated with parties, not kid mm, parties. Just, like, oh. Like people would give a gift to people to get them to leave, essentially. It's like a oh. way to get people to leave. Get like, out. Okay, here's your thank you bag. Goodbye. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming. It's weird. It's totally weird. It is a weird yeah. thing. I mean, it's also a nice thing. Yeah, I totally it's, think it's, it's nice. Yeah. A nice gesture. Yeah, yeah and it's and a nice way to say goodbye and thank you for coming. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so then I try, but I'm trying to remember, like, I, you know, I remember taking home, like, you know, one of those little, like, party favors that you blow and it unravels. Yeah, Boo! yeah. Right, that kind of thing. Yeah. Maybe, like, balloon. Right. You know, yeah, you, a party hat. You the know, you wore hat, a hat. Yeah. But I don't remember, like, yeah. bags of stuff coming yeah. home. And, and then here we are today, and it's like a bag of stuff. I mean, in yeah. most cases, it's a bag of stuff, and you've got choices. You can put together your own bag mm-hmm. of stuff. To give out, or if you go to a facility mm-hmm. to have your party, they usually provide mm-hmm. goodie bags mm-hmm. for your kids to take home. 
So let's talk. It's usually like filled with coupons. It's, yeah, exactly. To go to the thing. <laughs> it's like going to a. It's like going to like a conference or yeah, something. It's you like get a like, bag of advertisements. Those are advertisements, a book, whatever, some sort of face mask or yeah. hand lotion. Yeah. Enjoy, enjoy, eight-year-olds. Here's some hand lotion. All right, let's talk about it. I'm just gonna start throwing some out. We're mm. just gonna talk about yeah. our feelings. Okay. All right. Great. And there's a lot of these. It's my favorite kind of talk. There are there are definitely like groups. There's definitely like what mm-hmm. I call classifications yeah. of party favorites. There are the goop slash stick to anything <laughs> category yeah. of I remember the first time <laughs> I opened that bag up uh-huh. for my child. Because most of the time, I just want to say, most of the time we're giving this shit out way too early. I'm like, what does my kid, what does my three-year-old do with the pencil? Right. And what does my three-year-old oh, do yeah, with, pencils like... pencils always start way too early. Well, there's, like, yeah. all of it feels early. I'm like, yeah. it's really hard to nail down age-appropriate yeah. garbage to give kids when they walk out the door. Oh, right? Because yeah. there's, like, it's all a chokeable. Well, it is all chokeable. And that, the other thing is, like, lots of times, it, maybe it's appropriate for that three- or four-year-old who's having right. a birthday party. But then lots of kids have little siblings, yeah. and that stuff is coming home. Well, because usually people feel like they got to give every kid. So if you bring a sibling, the sibling gets the bag, too. Oh, yeah, totally. Right? So it's totally. like, here, two-year-old, right. <laughs> enjoy your Mardi Gras beans yeah. and the stamper. Yeah. Right? So, uh, goop, sticky yeah. things. Sticky Actually, goop. I have the, the jars of goop. Uh-huh. I'm not sure what the point of that is. Yeah. Besides sticking your finger in it and being like goop. The but it's point gonna may be just that kids for some reason love that. That's right. Yeah, right? no, yeah. <laughs> like who knows yeah. what it is other than <laughs> that kids gonna love that. This is definitely one of those kids and adults have different perspectives yeah. Oh, yeah. on what this is. Oh, yeah. Bag of treasure. I could have easily titled the show Party Favors. Bags of treasure. It's true. It's true. Right. And like, because we can get to this later, but like one of the questions I'm asking myself when I'm picking out party yeah. favors is like, I realize like I'm picking out stuff that other grownups won't hate. Yes. And there's that. But then there's also what stuff do the kids really want? What's going to make them really happy? Yeah. I, that is stuff. a great point. Yeah. Yes. There is a, like, I, I go through that thought process as, a, of well, as well of is this what would somebody hate? Yeah. Because like I'll open bags before and been like, why the yeah. fuck would you put really? this? Yeah. This is just going to be agony yeah. in my house. Yeah. The sticky wall walker. There's like the yeah. sticky frog. Yeah. The sticky lizard. Yeah. Sometimes it's the slappy hand with the long tail yep. that yep. sticks. And I guess you like whip it. Yeah. And it sticks. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure if it's supposed to pick something up or bring it back. But like those things. It's just like a hair magnet. Yeah. Enjoy this and gross dust, dust and, and like nasty. debris that yeah. is not. Yeah. Like and the, instantly. There's like those little rings too that are like goo. Oh, yeah. material that are rings that light up. The, oh, the like, ring. The ring know, the light ring, up jewelry. Yeah. yeah I gave like, those out a couple of years yeah, ago. I mean, yeah. They're, like, they're, I can see why. Like, kids love them. Yeah. But it's also, like, as soon as it comes out of the package yeah. in our house, it's disgusting. Yeah. And then your kid's supposed to just wear that around on their hand? <laughs> it's just like. <laughs> well, I'm always like, what am I supposed to do with the ones that have some sort of, like, battery in it? Right? Yeah. Like, like, is this an e-waste product now? Right. Can I just throw this out? Like, right, how right, bad right, right. is this yeah. uh, to the universe? I also think that there is a group of, like, reasonable party favors that you can stick in. Mm-hmm. And I, this connects, again, to par- parental 
thought process in yeah. putting it in. And that would be the category of like candy versus dried fruits. Right. And I sit there and I think, you know, there's that first party where you're like, am I the person who's putting, you know, yeah. the candy in yeah. for the three-year-old's birthday right. party or the four-year-old's? Yeah. Or is it still raisins and like right. dr- and like fruit gummies, yeah. which is candy? Uh, but it's also like it's at a birthday party right. where everybody just ate a pile of I cake. Candy? And so it's like. So what is the M&M's made? The, yeah, exactly. Right? And I also yeah. like how much thought process I put into like, okay, well, which candy could be a chokeable for a child? And I'm just going to put it down here amongst all these plastic chocolates that I've just put in here, right? I remember thinking, are M&Ms okay to give? Should it be gum? Why about just a candy bar? That seems to matter. Ring pops are my big, like I'll give everybody a ring pop, pop. right? Which is also just a hair collector that you wear on your hand. But anyway, so I think there is like, you can't go wrong with either candy or fruit, Right? I mean, Mm -hmm. in the grand scheme, you know, dried fruit of some kind, maybe with a yogurt coating. You can be that. You can be cool. Yeah. Stickers. Those are all right. Yeah. I just never know what to do with stickers like after they. I mean, I have my own collection of personal stickers as an adult. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I have adult stickers. Yes. But, you know, like you get like the sheet of like Paw Patrol stickers. And I'm like, eh, this is, I'm just going to throw this whole (laughs) shit. Sheet away. Oh, possibly. we keep them around. Do you keep them around? Yeah, we've we got use like a stack for, of them. But like, we use them either for like achievement charts. Or oh, for that like makes art sense. Projects, yeah, or whatever. I feel like w- between toys and stickers and candy, like or, like candy or dried fruit yeah. or whatever. Sometimes I prefer the candy yeah. and the fruit and stuff, like whatever it is, food. Because then it's gone. gone. There's a shelf life to yeah. fruit candy. And there's even a shelf life some to stickers, right? Like right. there's so a you purpose use them for and them. It's over. Yeah, right. Exactly. And it's over while trying to tell your kid that the sticky hand is gone. Right? Like we've right. had like we've had one of those, you know, piece of crap like sticky lizards, like the leg fell off. Mm-hmm. And like Mm. Ellis needed that fixed, yeah. right? And yeah, I was like, we had this, that too. I, yeah. this is unfixable. <gasps> sticky. sticky. Oh, <laughs> Sticky's leg. Sticky's <laughs> leg is broken. Yeah. Quick, get to another birthday party. Yeah. You got noisemaker ones. I also, not a, I'm not a personal fan of noisemaker ones, though I might stick one into somebody else's <laughs> goodie bag that I'm giving out, like whistles, you know, oh, like God. whistles or like the fake, tr- like the trumpet, it's a trumpet, but it's mm-hmm. a whistle, kazoos, I've seen those. Yeah. You can also, that actually the harmonica one falls into a category of party favors that in real life are based on real life mm-hmm. awesome things. But then suck but, yeah. in their party favor yes. form, yeah. like a harmonica. Yep. Yo-yos. Yes. Those fucking mini yo-yos. Yes. If Guys, you're not going to use a real yo-yo, yeah. it's just a piece of shit. It's, it, it's yeah. not enough strength to do anything. Yeah. The weight's off. Yeah. You can't yo-yo yeah. with it. Yeah. Mini frisbees It's like a model of a yo-yo. Yeah. Yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a model. These are models yeah. of things you'll use as an adult. Yeah. Do you like this model we gave you? See, I use my real yo-yo That's all right. the time. La, 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 la. The fucking mini frisbees make me mad because right. no one plays with those. Right. Right? There is, I will say, I am pro Play-Doh. Uh-huh. Because that kind of goes right away. Right? Play-Doh's got an infinite shelf life, okay, right? Okay. Hold on. I know. My, hold on. I no, know. just hold on. Yeah. You're going to go back and remember. Every time yeah. I pull out Play-Doh yeah. for my kids, I hear your voice, voice. in who my likes head Play-Doh? saying, I fucking hate Play-Doh. <laughs> but I now have a child who likes Play-Doh. Okay. And so it actually plays so it with Play-Doh. You. But yeah. also as, as a gift giver. Right. 
I, I don't need the Play-Doh yeah. necessarily mask, but as a gift giver, right. I like putting the sure. Play-Doh in. Yeah, no, it is both sense. affordable and it yes. feels like a thing. It's an actual thing. Right? Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll get into things that are actual things okay. in a second. Then there's like a <laughs> there's like the mystery toys uh-huh. where unless you have ex- prior experience with them yeah. or someone to guide you through their right. purposes, yes. they just... You don't know what you're supposed to do with them, like right. like jumping. There's like a jumping frogs or right. jumping insects where they just look like it's just a figure. It just looks like a frog. But if you didn't right. know to push the back, yeah. that little tab sticking out yeah. to jump, or the they're like a dome. It's like a rubber dome. Yeah. And you turn it inside out mm-hmm. and put it on the ground, and it's and like it a spring. Pops. Yeah. It's the it's a popper, I guess is yeah. what you would call it. But that would come home, and I'd be like, "What? Yeah. Is this?" And yeah. then you're like in like a like a gifted gate test or something, trying yeah. to figure out all night yeah. what is the purpose of this thing. Yeah. There's shooting pogs. It's like mm-hmm. a shoot. It's like a. am doing the action that no one can see, mm-hmm. but it's like I'm gripping tweezers, but you would put a flat disc in it, mm-hmm. squeeze it, and shoot it out, and immediately lose the disc, mm-hmm. and then just have this thing your kid wants to keep in case you maybe right. find the right. pog. Yep. Are they called pogs? I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure they're called pogs. Oh, which makes me think of Pez dispensers. So, uh, but I tell would, me. That'd be a reasonable so, okay. thing to give, I it's think. It's good, but the problem... Okay. Pez dispensers are probably like a, an issue in and of it's themselves. It's a whole discussion. It's a whole Pez. discussion. I but I do run into this problem where my kids love yes. the Pez dispenser so much. Yeah. And the candy is gone in 30 seconds. Yeah. Or yeah. But then we have to keep the Pez dispenser. Right. And what do you do with are an you empty to refill Pez dispenser? I'm, yeah. The I mean, Pez dispenser? I mean, I guess I could. But even but, that. But I don't know. Pez feels like a seasonal treat. It is. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's, but, when it, it's when it comes into your life. Right. You don't, like, go out and buy Pez. Oh, I need to, to come get some dispenser. more Pez. And they don't sell you Pez without another dispenser, dispenser connected usually. to it. Right. Yeah. Like, even if you get a big pack, yeah. it wherever you get multi-packs right. of Pez. I agree. <laughs> Though... As a gift giver, I would be like, fuck everybody. Yeah. This isn't Here a bad yeah. thing to I would give. totally give it to you. Right? Yeah. Like, that feels like a cool... Yeah. But I think this is a good example of the like the worst, yes. like, party favors at their worst, yes. which is, it's not just garbage you can use up and throw away. Right. And it's not something actually nice yeah. that you can continue to enjoy and use going forward. It is this weird middle ground yes. that is something that seems special and cool to your kid but that they're not actually using right and so it just sits there in your house and you feel like you can't can't get rid of it, it because it's a it. thing they yes. like yeah because there's a feel to it that it's a toy yes and you don't get rid of toys right no right no. yeah the one thing that i really could spend eight hours on is the toy that i hate the most and i'll ask you if you have one that you really hate the most but okay. for me it's stampers like ink stampers. Oh, really? Because I will turn around in two seconds oh. and Ellis has and now stamped yeah. everything. I'm. This is going to a garage sale stamp, oh. but we could definitely not sell it now right. because it has a fucking unremovable <laughs> right. ink stamp right. on it. This isn't washable ink either. Oh, God. I don't care about stamping yeah. his whole body. It's yeah. that suddenly he has stamped a jewelry box yeah. or the couch or yeah. the desk like st- where, where it's there forever. Right. Forever. We had this right. beautiful dollhouse that Katie Bell had that she never fucking played with. So we were like, all right, when she's emotionally not attached to this thing that she doesn't play with anymore, yeah. I'm going to sell it. Yeah. But like the week before we sell it, she decorates it. And by decorate, I mean she took a stamp she got from a party mm-hmm. and stamped fucking dinosaurs all over the roof. And I was like, 
I have a really angry parenting moment at this, right? You're just yeah. like, you can't explain to a kid that they just ruined it. Right. Right? Yeah. As soon as those stamps come home in the bag, I they're out. I pull yeah. them so pull them fast. Despite Ellis's birthday this year, yeah. where he demanded stamps go in for all the kids. Because there's a time where mm. the kids want to fill right. their own bag. Right, 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 And right. so yeah. we wound up giving out total garbage this year. Mm. Because that's what he wanted to get. That's what he wanted yeah. to do. And for that brief, weird party planning mm. window, I'm like, oh, this is perfect memories. Yeah. Let's do whatever. This is so great. I fucking love. I sound just like that. You know, it's like full of coins, like yeah, fake yeah. money's another one yeah. that makes me nuts. Oh, God. What the fuck? Yeah. So many coins yeah. to never use. Right. Is there one that you just hate? Yeah, I mean, like all those, all, <laughs> all those little them. things, like the little, just the little plastic anything that is like small enough to yeah. be a choking hazard for my baby or a something my dog is going to chew eat. up and eat. Yeah, or just like something I, that is just going to repeatedly appear. Yeah, like it's just going to be out. Like my kids will pull it out. They won't know what to do with it, but right. they'll pull it out. So it just comes out over and over and over again for no reason. Yeah. Like, I recently, my kids went to a birthday party of, like, some of our very dear friends. And they came home with one of the things that was in their goodie bags was, like, tiny plastic ants. Like, the bug. Yeah. Tiny yeah. plastic ants. Just some ants. Yeah. And they were just everywhere yeah. and then at one point Jesse put them in like a little cup and they yeah. sat on the kitchen counter for like a week in a little cup and yeah. I kept accidentally like Knocking. seeing them out yeah. of the corner of my eye and being like Ugh! and then being like oh yeah it's just vacant <laughs> so the and then I just finally like sneakily threw them away yeah. I hope nobody will notice that yeah. I threw them away but I was just like I can't I don't it's it's ugly to me yeah it's like a tiny little bug yeah but then it's do you know what I mean? Like, no, it's, well, there's just, just like, like that stuff the... where you're like, well, it's like the coins. What am I supposed to do with it? Yeah. Lots of that stuff becomes bath toys for us. I'm like, oh, sure. time to bathe with ants. Yeah. But like, yeah, I know. I agree. I, I think that's, we've also spent the shows talking about the junk drawers. Uh-huh. And this is just junk drawer fodder. This is just the sure. stuff that winds up in drawers yeah. that you can't purge with like the little pieces of paper mm-hmm. and all the stuff. And you can't get rid of it. It's very untidy philosophy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That, okay. So uh, let's talk about, let's wrap up on like, and guys, the list is endless. We have oh, only yeah. touched yeah. on a few of them. I mean, like, there's the pencils, the erasers. Oh, yeah. Fucking erasers. Yeah. We never use the, the erasers. little bouncy balls. The bouncy ball Bubbles. Bubbles, right, the little yeah. bubbles always break. The tiny bubbles. Yeah, like, the tiny not like bubbles. the regular size bubbles. And the we pop- use the regular size bubbles. Right. But the, like the little, the thing, little of bubbles. thing of bubbles, yeah. which are nice, but again, but it doesn't 90% work. Percent yeah. of those items in that bag, my children want to open the moment they get yep. in the car, which yep. means stamps in the car, stickers on the windows, <laughs> bubbles in the lap. You know, gum on the ceiling, like whatever. I'm like, you can't be like, we'll open this in a special designated <laughs> right. area. Yeah. Where nothing can get hurt. Yeah. And then, like, there have been so many times where, like, we do set up a time to do it in the front yard, and it doesn't fucking work. Right. it's just too small. Yeah. It's not, like, engineered to, like, actually work. You got to, like, pour it into a larger bubble yeah. collection bottle. Yeah. So what could work? I, I was trying to figure out, many of you guys may remember that when Stefan and I had gone to, like, the first birthday parties for Katie Bell, we were like, God, everybody just eats the icing off this stuff. So mm-hmm. for Katie Bell's first birthday party like where there's kids let's just give kids icing yeah right let's just like icing in a little icing in a little cup with some sprinkles on it yeah like kids didn't know what the fuck to do with that so we were like trying to figure out what's the equivalent of that yeah 
for goodie bags? Yeah. And the answer is obviously just to give kids five bucks when they yeah. leave, or three dollars, or yeah. like you know, you can even give them a roll of pennies sure. and just be like, here's a roll of pennies. Yeah, like, here's, here's just cash <laughs> that you can actually do something with. I really. That, that, I think that is so funny. Like, if somebody forgot to do goodie yeah. bags, they could just stand at the front door and hand, <laughs> a, hand a crisp bill a crisp to each bill. child. A $2 coin, yeah. something magical like yeah. that. Yeah. I actually would not give the stink eye to that I wouldn't at either. All. It would be funny. But although I would say Oscar would be devastated. Oh. He would cry See, I know, and cry. I know. Because he d- he's not familiar with what cash can do for him. <laughs> so, like, he just, he, just, he just wants a bag. Like... He, I, we're going to talk about like what we like yeah. to do and stuff, but like I will just say, no matter what great ideas we have, yeah. and no matter how much we hate all these little yes. things, what Oscar wants yes. is that bag of, of those weird little things. He of- wants that so much. Yes, it makes him so happy. I and no one wants to shit on children's happiness. No, <laughs> that's that's why you have a bag. Right. All right. What do we do? What do we like? Uh-huh. I've done every variety okay. of goodies. I've done yeah. the like, because what we haven't really talked about are the like single items, like yeah. a big ticket single item. Yeah. And by big ticket, that does not mean money. I mean, like one year. One nice thing. One like nice I, thing. Like, yeah. We gave kids like sunglasses yeah. one year. Yeah. Like well, my friend did like construction hats. Yeah. Like with their name on it. You know, Yeah. Like, like a one yeah. thing. Yeah. And like there's lots of like, if you have like a cowboy party, then the cowboy hat can be the gift. Right. right. There yeah. is a little bit of the weird etiquette of like, well, do they assume it has to come at the end or right. if you give it to them at the beginning? Well, do they understand the with it. that's the kids thing? Kids don't understand. Right. Yeah. Kids don't understand. Yeah. You got the hat. Yeah. I yeah. Well, that one was kid. it. Yeah. I was like, well, yeah. you're wearing a hat and yeah. carrying a bubble sword yeah. that you've been playing that's with the whole time, favorite. kid. Yeah. That's your yeah. thank you for coming. Yeah. And they're like, okay. Oh, I also need there's a bag no of garbage bag. with yeah. me. Right. Yeah. So I think there's like the big items. I've also done the like, you know, plate. Here's something you could possibly actually use at home. Like. Play-Doh, I know. Sure. Right? Or it's been more food. Mm -hmm. But then I will admit, the older I get and the older the kids get, the less I give a shit, even though I've just spent the last 20, 30 minutes here on the show talking about how much I hate everything. Mm -hmm. It was like with Ellis, I was like, I had no time to plan that party. Uh I was so rushed. It went from like, let's have a goodie bag with three things in it to making the mistake of taking Ellis to the party store and it was just i mean it was the biggest bag of garbage Uh i guess i'm pro just like figuring it out each year yeah like we did we had when we had oscar's third birthday at like an outdoor park like at an audubon center and we had like they had people with like showing reptiles and stuff and so we did like a dino cake and he like in each goodie bag was like a little lizard and a little dino yeah which was good because they were like actual toys right like I mean, yeah, I know. Somebody, one of the best ones I ever saw, and I was like, well, this is stupid that I haven't thought of this, was they gave out Matchbox cards. Oh, yeah, Like, yeah, each yeah. kid just, like, yeah, had, sure. like, a little thank you note attached yeah. to the Matchbox yeah. packaging. Yeah. And I was, you know, your room, thanks right. for coming, or whatever. Yeah. I thought that was a great idea. Yeah, because I'm like, everybody idea. likes a Matchbox car for yeah. the most part. You sure. know what I mean? Yeah. It rolls. It does something. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, like, pro-practical toy mm-hmm. in theory mm-hmm. though every year i wind up just giving away garbage right yeah thank you for coming you're welcome <laughs> enjoy your bag of trash
We have a Jumbotron. This Jumbotron is for Kristen from Cat. To the mother of Jack and Ben, thank you for taking care of us every day. You are the best mother, lawyer, and partner anyone could ask for. Our sons are strong, clean, healthy, and well-mannered because of you. We cannot repay you for your hard work, but we will try our best. Much love and kisses from your family. We love you, Mama. <laughs> that is a good jumbo that tribe. Good jumbo that was tribe. recognizing the shit out of take, somebody. Take notes, people. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was really that was good. Good job, Kristen and Kat and everyone in your family. You're doing remarkable. One Bad Mother is supported in part by Care.com, the easy and reliable way to find care for everyone in the family when and where you need it. After everything that you are already doing, the last thing you want to do is clean. (laughs) Quit pushing off the cleaning chores. Hire a housekeeper instead. If you just brought home a newborn baby, things can get hectic. Hire a housekeeper so you can give more attention to that little bundle of joy. To save 30% off a Care.com premium membership, visit care.com slash mother when you subscribe. That's care.com slash mother for 30% off a premium membership. Hey, you know what it's time for this week's Genius and Fails. This is the part of the show where we share our genius moment of the week, as well as our failures, and feel better about ourselves by hearing yours. You can share some of your own by calling 206-350-9485. That's 206-350-9485. Genius fail time, Teresa. Genius me. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I saw what you did. Oh, my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, Mom, are a genius. Oh, my God. That's fucking genius. So we were playing at home over the weekend, and my kids wanted me to give them a mission to complete. (laughs) (laughs) And we were playing in the backyard, and I was just... I was I was not inspired. But then I was like <laughs> then I was like okay, I can use this moment. Right. I should be able to like think of something that can help me and help yes. them in this moment. So there was like this giant pile of those foam squares that had become over the past few years like our outdoor foam squares and so they were real they were like from when we used to like play with the babies right. like in the yard. But now they're totally disgusting and they need to <laughs> go away but they've been sitting in the backyard and I haven't gotten around to like bringing them all the way up to the front of the house which is where the trash is (laughs) and so I told them that they were foam tablets with information about the future that needed to be inserted into a special machine that we kept in the front yard and so but we needed to get all the foam tablets up to the front yard so that we could insert each one into the special machine and learn out learn information about the future. Wow. And so they very quickly did that chore for me. Whoa. Yeah. That is genius. Thanks. That is really very, very good. Yay. I got back into therapy. Yay. And guys, and it's I, I'm two in, two sessions in, mm-hmm. and I'm the the I could easily say the fail was I should have been doing this a million years earlier. Sure. Yeah. So I, you know, it's all the, it's, I apparently, she was very, she was very intuitive. She was like, so maybe you've been just storing it away to which I was like, or cramming it down. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she, it's just, it was exactly what I need. Mm-hmm. I'm very happy I am doing it. Good job. Thank you. Hi there. Uh, this is a genius. 
Uh, our little guy gets really car sick uh, because we live in the city and the surface streets have lots of stoplights and, and bumps. Uh, so it's very hard to take him somewhere in the car. However, we do have a subway and I wanted to run some errands this afternoon. So I put him in the stroller. Uh, we walked up to the, to the L station and, and we got on the subway and, and we got off at a few stops later and, and it was awesome and he didn't get sick and I got on errands and then we came home and, and he was fine and he seemed to really like it. So, uh, I'm calling this a win for today. Bye. Oh, yeah. That's great. So great. Way to solve your problem and do that. Yeah, good job. Good job. Failures. Fail, 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 fail. You suck. Fail me, Teresa. There were so many times (laughs) over this past weekend where I was like, oh, I collected another fail. Well, I don't need it because I already have fails. (laughs) So during our live show, you mentioned that when I was driving to meet you uh-huh. for the show that I accidentally brought Curtis's car seat with me that day and I had to turn around and bring it back to my family yes. so that they would have it. Well, so then later I was leaving the show and I was going to meet my sister and my sister had to install it into her car. And sh- I hadn't like shown her how to do that because I just like figured it's kind of... Right, don't you don't know. know how to like, do that. Like she knows how kind of. It's like sim- I think it's similar to her kid's car seat. But it took her like a while and so she was late to meet me and you know we were trying to make a plane. Yeah. And then what I realized when she got there was like... Curtis and my niece pretty much use the same. Like, they're a year apart, but they both are still, like, in rear-facing convertible car seats. Like, she could literally have just put him in the car seat seat. that was already in her car. I would not have even had to turn around and bring it back to her. She wouldn't have had to waste all that time trying to install it. And just, like, it's totally her fail, too, because, like, neither of us even thought of that. Yeah. Like, we just didn't think of it. Oh, yeah. And it would have just saved so much trouble. Oh. And it was just so stupid. Wow, you guys are the worst. I know. Why would you not have thought of that? I don't know. Oh, don't sleep ever again thinking about that one. Oh, awful. All right. Those of you know that my kids and I and Stefan love the show Tumbleleaf on Amazon. Amazon Prime. Great show about problem solving and like creative thinking. It's so great. And the basic point is the character has this thing called the finding place, which is a treasure chest. And like occasionally an item finds its way into the finding place. And then he spends the episode figuring out how it works or how it can help them or whatever. It's adorable. Well, Ellis, we've been into the show for three years now, and I'm surprised it's taken us this long. Ellis wanted a finding place. So he and I Totally did cardboard box, really cute, finding place. It's adorable. I mean, it's shitty, but it's adorable. And we put the first eye, they're going to wake up to something in the finding place. And there are two fails with this. One, I've now committed Mm. to something being in the fucking finding place every day. And which means I have to remember that shit. At one point I said to Katie Bell, she was like, there's nothing in the finding place. And I was like, well, are we sure that it's every day that they get something in the finding place? And they were like, that's a good question. I don't know. Is it always morning when they get it? I don't know. Then the other thing is that, like, they had to watch their crushing disappointment realization that it wasn't going to be, like, some brand new toy every day. I was like... Fig yeah. finds fucking oh, yeah. socks in this shit oh, yeah. someday. Like, it's gonna what be does he like do with the sock? It's yeah, going to be a sponge like, with here's some a rubber band so that and they this... can start to learn to clean. I know. I was, I was 
That's exactly right. It's a recipe. Yeah. Figure it out. It's your lunchbox. Hmm. Let's see how it works. Figure out how to. That's exactly right. This is a fail. So in the middle of January in Connecticut, I'm sitting inside, and suddenly a mosquito appears on my baby's forehead. He's four months old. He's nursing to sleep. And I smacked him in the forehead. <laughs> he cried. He's okay now. I killed the mosquito. <laughs> Thanks for the show. Oh, <laughs> I do love the cute the, baby noises. It is too. cute baby noise. I do yeah. love the instinctual. Yeah. Like there's a threat to my child, yeah. and I have whatever my my instinct is. Is not is right, right. but simultaneously, yeah. I have forgotten that there's also a baby here. Yes, <laughs> it's like, oh, totally. quick, shut the thing so it doesn't. Oh, I yeah. slammed their fingers. Then, oh, yep. quick, get the butt. I just woke them up yep. and like turned the thing off. Yep. <laughs> we all suck, and so do you. <laughs> Good job, I guess, killing the mosquito. Yeah, horrible job, disrupting your baby for the entire day. Mm-hmm. Oh well, parenting. You are the greatest mom I've ever known I love you, I love you When I have a problem I call you on the phone I love you, I love you One Bad Mother is supported in part by Audible with an unmatched selection of audiobook and spoken word audio products. Audible is the internet's leading provider of spoken word entertainment. Audiobooks are great for helping you be a better you. Whether you want to feel healthier, get motivated, or learn something new, or just listen to something fun while cleaning the kitchen or driving to work. For example, you can find my sister's book, American Housewife by Helen Ellis, and enjoy that little treat. Audible's offering One Bad Mother listeners a free 30-day trial membership. So get a free audiobook, like American Housewife, with a 30-day trial today by signing up. Go to audible.com slash badmother, or you can text badmother to 500-500 to get started. Teresa, yeah. let's call someone today. Hey! Wow, I haven't busted that tune out in a while. I know. I know. It's very dusted exciting. It off. I have dusted it off. It did sound dusty, didn't it? A little. Sounded a little dusty. <laughs> You're welcome. Guys, today we are calling Ophira Eisenberg, welcoming her back to the show. Uh, Ophira is a stand-up comic, writer, actor, and the host of NPR's trivia comedy show, Ask Me Another. She's been selected as one of New York Magazine's top 10 comics that funny people find funny and was featured in the New York Times as a skilled comedian and storyteller with a, quote, bleakly stylish sense of humor. That's right up our alley. Uh, she's also a regular host and storyteller with The Moth. Her newest comedy special, Inside Joke, which may be the best name of a stand-up special about discovering that you're pregnant, uh, was recently released by New Wave Entertainment and is available on Amazon and iTunes. Welcome back to the show, Ophira. Thank you, Biz. Thank you, Teresa. (laughs) Nice to talk to you. (laughs) So nice to talk to you again as well. And the last time you were on the show, it was our live show in New York, so we didn't really get to delve into you, Ophira. (laughs) 
<laughs> Although, yeah, I mean, that was, I felt like that was a ama- live show experience was amazing. I feel like everyone in that room, like, kind of hugged and cried throughout the course <laughs> yeah. of uh, and laugh, too, but it was like, it was very fulfilling. Oh, good. Well, that's what we like to do. Fulfill all the emptiness that comes upon us after childbirth. Um, <laughs> yeah. Before we get into talking about all the things we want to talk about, we're going to ask you what we ask everybody, and that is, who lives in your house? Who lives in my house? There are uh, four entities in my house. Woo. Myself, my husband, Jonathan, our 2.2-year-old... <laughs> Lucas, and our 10-pound Boston Terrier, Mocha. Oh, yeah, Mocha. Yeah, Mocha. Poor Mocha. Everyone was like, yeah, Mocha's going to be downgraded in your life, (laughs) you know, because I totally treated my dog like my first baby. And I was like, no, she won't. Yeah. Mocha's totally been downgraded. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's an adjustment period. Sometimes I look at my dog and I'm like, you too? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. When I'm like having a moment with Coco, I'm like petting her and like talking softly to her at the end of the day when everyone's asleep. I often find myself apologizing yeah. to her. Yeah. Totally. I do the same thing too. Like, yeah, exactly. I'm like, I'm sorry, Mocha. I know this is how you planned it. Yeah. Yeah. My, my apologies are way more like how I think I actually so talk funny. to the kids. Mine was like, Onion, I am so sorry, but I just honestly can't have another thing touching me right now. I am so sorry, Onion. I love you, but go sit on your father. There's also a thing. Stefan's like, I am not that cat's father. And I'm like, fair enough. And I am someone for some real other bizarre reasons, too, is still trying to keep a whole bunch of plants alive. Yeah. Planting. So, and not just plants, not just like plants that need to be watered like once a month. I've got orchids. Yeah. Yeah. I have what I call my sadness garden in the back of like vegetables where like the first couple of months I'm like, this is amazing. And as soon yeah, as the yeah, first yeah. fruit develops, yeah. I fucking just let it yeah, go. And then it's just a reminder yeah. that I can't complete anything in my life. Yeah. Uh, I know. And sometimes when people say to me, oh, you know, because I only have one child and they're like, oh, two is totally a different deal. <laughs> which I believe, but I'm like, do you have two orchids and a dog? <laughs> but you, I'm sure there's like a parenting shirt out there somewhere geared yeah. just toward orchid and it's like, And it's like two orchids plus one dog equals one human one baby. One human baby. Yeah. High, a, high, a high maintenance yeah. human baby. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, yay, kids are great. But let's, that's, <laughs> that's going to take us right in to what I want to talk about off the top, which is you very openly, pre-kids, talked about not wanting kids. Like, you weren't going to be, it's not like you didn't want children to exist in the world. I mean, like, you just, yeah. that wasn't what you were going to do. And then you wound up finding yourself pregnant. I like saying finding yourself pregnant, but you know, they, that is kind of what happens. Surprise. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing. You do have under, unprotected se- sex, yeah. yet you're still surprised. Yeah, you're still surprised. Hey, how'd that happen? And then, like, like much later in life, uh, I am also an older mother in the, word, in the sense of I will be a member of AARP by the time my children are in high school. <laughs> yeah, getting the totally. sweet discounts at the movies. So take us through this. I mean, not a, so. First of all, I'm the youngest of six, so I was. I, well, I was the baby, and I never took care of kids. Yeah. And uh, I, you know, grew up in whatever mentality. My mother, because she raised kids her entire life, and <laughs> she really, like, really very hardcore, said to me my entire childhood, like, 
She said, don't get married and don't have kids. It will ruin your life. Wow, the last, so you're the last one of six. So you got all the honest talk. Yeah. Is that what we're and saying? Was, <laughs> yeah, and she was sort of like, I could have had a career, you know, wow. and, and very much like do whatever you want. I mean, that, I challenged her with that because I was like, how about stand-up com- comedy? Yeah. She was like, no, 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 I didn't mean it. Get married. <laughs> <laughs> but I just not only did I just go I don't want to reproduce you know for all the for all the high minded uh, philosophies that I you know I, I totally believe in it's hard on the environment right you know you don't know where the world is going we it's we have a population issue as it is yeah etc cetera, etc cetera. but I. I never liked playing with kids. Yeah. I didn't want to hang out with kids. I didn't want to hang out with my friends who had kids. Yeah. I was every shit person who doesn't have kids. <laughs> you were like uh, like a walking representation of uh, most Brooklyn blogs about oh, yeah. babies. Yeah. That, oh, yeah. that was yeah. No, yeah. I couldn't stand it if there was a kid on a, I, like if there was a kid on a plane I like whipped my head around and gave people to I mean every just setting myself up setting myself you had a karma baby this is how karma decided to work itself out with you <laughs> yeah and you know also my my body had been through a lot of stuff already in life I survived a car accident when I was a, a little kid like eight years old and then l- later in life, you know, and I still had all my reproductive organs intact, but I have a big scar in my stomach and I had punctured lung and I don't have a spleen and a liver. And then later in life, I had a <laughs> breast cancer diagnosis that was, you know, early stage, but yeah. still super traumatic. Yeah. And, and I, I just found, I found it all very hard. And I just was like, I don't want to put my body through much more. Yeah. I, I don't know what my body is capable of. And also, so, you know, in whether it's a good thing or a bad thing in America and Canada and um, di- different parts of the world, we really do treat pregnancy like a med- invasive yeah. medical adventure. That's right. <laughs> it is. We we don't we don't speak of it well. <laughs> yeah, we don't yeah. speak of it well, and you just you line yourself up with doctor's appointments. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, it, yeah, no, there's a whole, it's interesting because I also want to say there's got to be something about surviving, you know, all this physical trauma and cancer. Because I I feel like it's a natural sort of thing to be like when you go through something that is life threatening to, to, mentally start looking at the world a little more selfishly, right? Like it's the old, you know, I'm going to do my bucket list. I'm going to go do these things that I've always wanted to do. And if having kids is not one of them, and then suddenly finding yourself with the <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I really want to, you know, I still have my list of things that I'd really like yeah. to get to, you know, without even having gone through anything yeah. that reminded me there was a time limit. And having kids, I was like, oh, that. Fuck, there's a little bit. I, I, I totally hijacked. relate to your mom yeah. being like, yeah. this is, you need to understand, this is not like a Facebook post, right? Of like everything right. just worked out really great or whatever the, you know, comparable was, you know, then I just, yeah, so so there you are. And now, oh, and, and let me just say too, working in entertainment, yeah. as you know, oh, yeah. you're pretty much told by everyone. Like, as soon as you have a kid, it's like I, I would talk to touring managers, and they would be like, "Are you planning on having kids?" Because yeah. they didn't want to deal with that. And the hours for doing stand up are not at no. night are not conducive. Yeah, no, no the whole I, thing is 
a mess. Well, it is, but it also, we could also spin off into like every fucking career that you have, no matter what it is, as a woman, the question that no one, is that, is it even legal <laughs> yeah. to ask, are you planning on having fucking kids, right? Because like, that, it's totally a, well, obviously you won't be wanting to do any more work once you do that, right? Like, I, know. Like, I know. That's been proven wrong time and time again. So you get pregnant. Ha ha. What happened? <laughs> I mean, I know what happened, but like. <laughs> you, you know, yeah. So I kind of, I, 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 I finish a, a really couple of b- bad years of dealing with breast cancer yeah. and the surgeries and radiation and, and just the mental toll, et cetera. And I'm just sort of, back on my feet. And let me tell you, when I was going through all of that, pleasure was not high on the list of things I could even like allow myself to feel. I don't know. I just wasn't there. Right. (laughs) Anyone who suffers from deep depression knows what I mean. Right. Yeah. No. Uh, Yeah. And so then I was sort of back on my feet a little bit. And, you know, I guess I I guess somehow along the way I was like yeah fuck the condom kind of thing uh, <laughs> or whatever let's like uh, I know I know where I'm in my cycle or who even yeah. cares anymore or to quote right. one of my favorite Laurie Kilmartin jokes of all time <laughs> she said uh, people are like well, what were you using for birth control and she goes my age yeah exactly right that's exactly right that's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just was like, it's probably not going to, I mean, what yeah. are the chances, yeah. basically? Yeah. yeah, I'm like, that shooting out a lot of sand these days. There's no way, <laughs> right? Like, there's no way this could possibly happen. Yeah. I mean, you know, and from a statistic point of view, I knew people that were going through IVF. <laughs> I knew some people that were trying to do surrogate stuff. I knew, and they were struggling so much that I actually got in my head that the chance of me <laughs> getting pregnant, like the chance, it was right. so tiny based yeah. on everything. Yeah. Nearly impossible. And I got pregnant. It's it's like, it really is not a funny ha-ha. Like, it's like when that shit happens. You know what I mean? Where you're just like, because like that is everything you just listed as like a mental checklist Uh for why that's not going to happen. And like all the times... People also do just fuck around without condoms and don't get pregnant, right? right. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. it is. You it get is, reassured. You get over reassured time that it's working. <laughs> That's right. And then to be the like, like it's it's like a myth. It's like a like it's like a I don't know one of those you know how to get rid of warts kind of myths out there that like the one time you don't use the condom you will definitely get pregnant, mm-hmm. right? It's cr- <laughs> yeah. And then I know. And then haha, you are. <laughs> I mean, I remember my sister telling me when I was, you know, like 25 years old, she was like, always use protection. Yeah. The Eisenbergs are very fertile. <laughs> and I'm like, what? what are you talking about? Um, so, but, you know, so I did get pregnant, and I, I will say that that pregnancy, that was, I, I miscarried uh, uh, six weeks later. Wow. So. So it was like uh, that. So, but that started a different cycle in my head. So I got yeah. pregnant, and I was not sure how to think about it. But I will tell you that after what I had gone through, from a point of view of just all this like body traumatic trauma stuff, yeah, and the cancer, I did have this really optimistic idea because it it you know the fact that my body could potentially support life, yeah meant to me in my mind that, you know, maybe I thought my body was trying to kill me. Yeah. Interesting. And so all of a sudden I was like, oh, that's interesting. And I, I didn't, 
I was trying to keep emotionally detached, which obviously is very hard. Then I miscarried. That was very difficult. In my case, the insult to injury, and I hope this helps anyone listening who's ever gone through anything like this, was something called a uh, partial, it was a partial molar pregnancy. It's just a total anomaly. It's basically, it was never going to become a fetus and... You know, it has a heartbeat for a very small time, but it was never developed. It's it's a odd collection of cells. Mm. It has and it has nothing to do with anything. Doesn't have anything to do with age or right. anything. But I was devastated, yeah. and they they tell you that their main concern, because as we know, the womb is the best place to grow anything, <laughs> the most hospitable atmosphere on earth is right. the womb. Oh, nice. Uh, so things grow really quickly there. Uh, <laughs> and so they also worry if bad cells are growing quickly there. So the only way to test for that is after that situation, I had to get blood tests every week for six months. Oh, my God. Fuck? Just to see if something else could possibly grow there that, that you didn't want? That was bad. That would require, like, further investigation. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That is too much time thinking about your body, Ophira. I mean, oh, that is... and you, you just go through the the whole yeah whole, yeah. So like when we got through that, we sat down to see the OBG. I took my husband to that appointment where she was like, "All right, we're at the end of six months." And you know, I, I got updates along the way. I would give a blood test, and they would go, "Okay, yeah. we'll see how it goes." But you're watching your hormone levels basically lower. Yeah. Uh, and then she's like, "All right, you guys are good to go. You could try again." And I was like, <laughs> what? What are you talking about? Yeah. Like, what? I, I didn't even know what to say. I mean, I just figured, well, now we're done. Let's tell me more science. <laughs> Do I need? Yeah. So you did it again, though. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? I started having, I'm sure, did you ever have, like, when you were not, when you did not have kids, did you have these sort of, they're positive. I wouldn't call them anxiety dreams because they're kind of positive about having a baby. I, that happened. I, I will say that I have something similar to that after having two kids and saying I'm not having any more children ever again. Having these moments of I'm definitely going to have more kids again. You know, like these weird mm. sensations of I need to do this now. You know, like I've I've. I've had this experience and like now and then then that goes away just as quickly as it came. But I I will say that there are moments where I will scare myself into thinking if if we had sex during one of these windows where I am mentally thinking it's a really good idea for me to have another baby. (laughs) They're like that would wind up. I would have convinced like every. Yes, I would be like that was a really great idea. And then we would yep. spend the next, like, season of One Bed Mother, me crying every day, being like, what? What has happened? Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, all right, so you're thinking to yourself, you're having these things, these thoughts of, maybe I should do this again. Yeah, I was having these dreams, and I was like, oh, but I, you know, and I was so conflicted and all over the place. And I finally just decided, I don't know, one day, I kind of just... I sat on the computer and I wrote my husband an email because I feel like I couldn't even say it out loud or something. Yeah. And I was like, I think if we don't, I feel like this unresolved thing, I feel like we should try. I feel like we should give it four months. That's how long I was willing to commit to this, by the way, because I was 42 at the time. And 
I don't know. I was working on some weird math in my head about how it all worked out. And I was like, we'll give it four months. I think I was kind of maybe thinking six with the longest. And if it doesn't happen, whatever. And if it does, whatever. And right. I was, but my point was I was afraid to try. And I think I was also tired. I was starting to think that maybe I was operating my life out of a place of fear. And I was like, can't live like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't work out, then I can just be like, and then the t- it just never worked out and live with that. But if I just don't do it because I'm scared, then that just seems like a, a, a regret. Do you think, mm-hmm. let me ask you this question. I, do you think, you know, we can get caught up in our own minds really easily about things. We set these parameters for ourselves. We say, you know, I'm never leaving <laughs> New York. Anybody who leaves New York City is going to be a total failure and they'll never be successful again. Right? Like those yeah. kind of things. And then like the moment you break that and you go leave New York, like you're like, oh, why was I doing that to myself for all those years? Right? Like whatever it is, that's not true for everybody. But we, we set yeah. we set these truths for ourselves. And I think the like, I know that I wrestled with this and I, I wrestle with it now when people say to me, I can't believe you <laughs> You have kids. (laughs) But clearly, I had a truth out there at some point in time where motherhood was not something I wanted to do. And I wonder, like, for you, did you find, was part of it also that you, why would you, were you ever wrestling with yourself what my truth is, I don't want to have kids. I don't like kids. I'm not with kids. If I have a kid, I have somehow made a fool of myself. Is that a weird way to say that? Is that the right way? I don't think that's a... No, you're you're right. I mean, I was I was thinking about like, oh my god, how this is the this you know, it's like the persona I've constructed myself right. for my entire life. Now I'm digging into and changing, which yeah. any change of any kind is is super hard, whether yeah. it ends up being beneficial or not. It just change is impossible, and it it <laughs> it meant rethinking my entire identity. Yeah, which who knew that I would have to have my identity? My identity would be would be destroyed fifty more times. <laughs> You're right, right. <laughs> That's right. Well, thank you, thank you, children. <laughs> uh, and it's true. Let me like even my mother like fainted basically when I told her she didn't believe me. Yeah, and <laughs> family were like, we never thought. I mean, all of my friend, you know, yeah, every, not one person could believe it. I mean, they just couldn't believe it. So very, you felt very, really supported. Yeah, reassuring, like, inspires lots of confidence. Nothing, nothing extra to have to work through during this time of transition. That's great. Thanks, mirrors. Right, you know, like... Well, okay, all right. So, you... I just... I just so... I think that's, like, really actually kind of where I always get to when I think about when people have these experiences or I've had these experiences of the, like, what was the story I was telling myself? And now oh, yeah. how do I come to grips with that or allow myself to change the story? Because I think even if it is a big one, like, I mean, I think it's lots of different levels of what that story is. We tell ourselves, even the dumb ones, like, you know, when I have a baby, my baby's only going to eat food I made myself, whatever that oh, story is, we tell ourselves and that, you know, yeah. the next, and then that changes and it's not like a ha ha fuck you universe or yourself, pre-kid self. It's just, okay, these are my new realities and I've got to learn how to work, be adjustable and adaptable to these new realities without beating myself up for whatever I thought I knew or, or I knew was going to be my truth. 
until after you have kids. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, right. And so as, as much as, you know, we have this idea about like, find who you are and yeah. accept your truths and, you know, fulfill that. I do feel like there's this whole other line of thinking, which is kind of what I got into right along the time that I was like, I think I'm going to try to do this. And of course, I didn't, I was very scared and full of fear and uh, just didn't know how it was going to work out, you know, sitting in this place where I am right now with like a healthy 2.2-year-old baby. Yeah. It, trust me, that is like, it feels light years away from where I was, uh, you know, three and a half years ago going like, should we try? You know, yeah. I'm going to give myself four months to try and I don't even know what the hell is going on. I do. I wouldn't even give up the room for the baby. Like we had this baby and had nothing because I was so afraid. Huh. But... The, I also think it is kind of unrealistic to think that that you like uh, that life life is changing so quickly around you. Why wouldn't you ch- like? Wouldn't it be smart to upgrade or yeah. change mm-hmm. your way of thinking all the time so mm-hmm. you can actually experience a better life? I mean, if you think about it with a stupid video game analogy, it's like uh, at next level. Yeah. Can't use the same skills, got to have new skills. Yeah. And I think there's also this part of it that, like, we have this tendency to be like, okay, like, once we once we make a change or we have a shift, yeah. to, like, feel like whatever came before must have been wrong. Right. And, like, that's also, <laughs> Not like, that. messing with our heads. Because yeah. it's like, that we can trust that that was also us yeah. feeling a certain way based on whatever was going on at that time and wherever we were at at that time. Like, right, yeah, we were very okay. quick to beat all ourselves the, yeah. up, you know, yeah, like, about whatever our past selves were, right? Yeah. Or, better yet you make the change and then you feel like well now i'm trapped in this change <laughs> oh, right. yeah. Like, yeah. now now i only ha- i made this choice to like be really loose with my kids so if i go back to hand making their food everyone will know my horrible <laughs> secret and they spend a lot of time thinking about it um so yeah, but no i think i think it's actually i think it's really important to be like okay so now we're like this. What's the next place we're going to go? And does that require me changing everything? And maybe it does require me changing everything. And that's cool because it, that it should be seen as growth. Not like mm. everything in the past was wrong yeah. and now I'm a different person. It's just like, no, no, no. Everything <laughs> actually feeds on the next level. Mm. Yeah, I like no. That a lot. Let's, well, let's yeah. feed some more. So you, <laughs> let's talk about, let's wrap up on, on how great change can feel. <laughs> It's hard. It's not easy. It's not, it's not, not for good. everybody. No, it's <laughs> difficult, painful, and <laughs> I cry a lot. Yeah. The yeah. um, you so you've got the comedy special that came out this year, Inside Joke, yes. which again is the greatest name for <laughs> a comedy you. special, given that you talk about everything that we just talked about in this, <laughs> and just the deeper, more symbolic meaning of Inside Joke. So you have this special inside joke, and you fell at 37 weeks pregnant to commit to a comedy. That's not like something you do the week before, and are like, I'm going to do a comedy special tomorrow. It's Okay, I was so clueless, <laughs> A. B, I, you know, thankfully, I, had, I felt very good during yeah. my pregnancy. So, so I, w- I was up for it. But I, you're right. I didn't know. And I was actually going no like, yeah, it will be, I was like, it will be funnier if it's like 39 weeks. <laughs> and everyone was like, no. And I was like, yeah, 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 I'll be fine. I'll be fine. But the day I went, I went to the hospital, like, I guess, what, five days before my actual due date. 
And I had a show book that night. I had I texted. I had my husband like text a guy that I couldn't show up at a Bushwick art gallery <laughs> to do a free show because I was in labor. <laughs> so good. So You're good. never gonna work in the town again, up there. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, so and and actually, I I put a you know obviously everyone everyone waits a few days and then they put their little Facebook post on. This yeah. is part of part of the new world of of. of parenthood you wait five days or whatever feels forever to you and then you throw up pictures on facebook saying that you had a baby that's what people know (laughs) that's right that's the new calling card uh, and i made a little joke that you know he was born at uh you know in the afternoon so i could still make my spot at night (laughs) (laughs) how many people thought you were serious and like yeah got really mad (laughs) (laughs) many people People don't think babies are funny up here. You should just, if you haven't learned that by now, but people are very serious about babies in general and your choice as a mother. They're very serious about that too. So you do the show. This is like one of the most interesting, like, I feel like setups for a person that you, 37 weeks pregnant, you go up, you do a whole comedy (laughs) special about this. What Uh, I think it's going to be. Yeah, the whole thing. And now you're, you get to watch it. I like yeah, just I, you know, and how'd it's, that it's work so out? Funny, yeah, it's so funny because uh, well, now <laughs> I look at that and I'm like, God, I look so well <laughs> and happy. <laughs> look at me, full of potential and hope. <laughs> uh, was there, was Thinking there... everything in the future is just gonna keep going great. Yeah. All that hair, yeah, and. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Double the hair. I'm Double, like, Double the hair. The hair. Oh. Yeah, and it does. It does feel. It does feel slightly hilarious. I mean, I do. Of course, you know who's going to say anything different to this. But it is the my kid is too. I would say the first year, everyone was like first three months, and then you're back on your feet. What? First six months, and then you're back on. I think I got back on like uh, the base of my toe. Last week, yeah, like, yeah, it's, it's and that long. still might be a yeah. lie. What well, still yeah, might not be true? Two or three, <laughs> two, two or three, three. Yeah. starts to. But then I always say two or three, and then like three or four, I'm like, yeah. oh, now I really I feel. It's and really then, like, five, and then it's I think really it might five. be when they go to college. I'm like, <laughs> oh, I really feel like I can pursue that painting I've always wanted to do. The banjo will finally be played. Yeah, no, I mean not to not to shit on your. You think you feel like you're back to yourself. It is it is so funny because I I even ran into a woman who uh, lives across the street from me and she this is she's at her baby's four months yeah. she's heading back to work today and she was laughing that she was just crying yeah. while buying herself a coffee because this is yeah. like another transition yeah. and I was like oh I remembered that you know yeah. and I'm starting to have the hindsight on these because these experiences are so small and feel so huge you know that's true uh, so small in the time capsule but it is I you know I just uh, I definitely did not understand what I was up against. So when I see my little face yeah. in that uh, comedy special, I'm like, that's the face of someone who has no idea what they're up against. <laughs> but I think both of you guys are right in what you said. And, and we'll wrap up on this. But I think both of you guys are right in what you said that, like, th- that person is also a true person, too. Like, the, even if it's the, the four months I'm feeling, you know, maybe I'm back at two years, maybe I'm back three years, maybe I'm back. It's really cumulative on yeah. some level. And, like, yeah. all those... 
all those moments where you're like, ah, this feels real or this feels like good, that is actually 100% true. Just as 37 weeks pregnant, Ophira standing on that stage is like still all truth. You know what I mean? Like, it is not to be like discounted, discounted yeah. or yeah. judged in any way. You just have the unique experience of having it on tape yeah. <laughs> yeah. and sharing it with all of us to get to watch in the privacy of our own home. So, and you know, I also wanted to wait too late to really late in my pregnancy because, you know, I hid it for so long because I was yeah. scared. Yeah. And then when I had to tell people, I was scared. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, and it's like that whole thing when you're in those final few weeks, like it just, you know, now it's it, it started to feel like <laughs> it's happening. Yeah. And I, I didn't feel as scared. I mean, I was still petrified about labor or, or cesarean or all that, you know, yeah. the birth plan, the elusive birth, birth plan. Birth plan, right. Yeah. Did you write it down? Good. I, yeah, I wrote it down. <laughs> I was like, yeah. It's going to be cocktails for 40, business attire. That's right. Oh, Athera, thank you for joining us. We're going to have to have you come back on to thank also you. talk about being the sixth of six kids and other great oh God, other right? great advice you might have received from siblings or family. Um, <laughs> everybody, you can find Inside Joke on Amazon and iTunes. Thank you so much. You're doing a great job. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you, guys. All right. We'll All talk right. to you soon. Bye. 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 Just had to dispatch some goons real quick. Hi, I'm April Wolf, lead film critic at LA Weekly, and when I'm not kicking butt, I'm hosting the new Maximum Fun podcast, Switchblade Sisters. Do you love genre films? Do you love female filmmakers? Do you love discussions on craft? If your answer is yes, you'll love Switchblade Sisters. Every episode, I invite one female filmmaker on, and we talk in-depth about their fave genre film and how it influenced their own work. So we're talking horror, action, sci-fi, fantasy, bizarro, and exploitation cinema. Mothers, lock up your sons, because the Switchblade sisters are coming for you. Available at MaximumFun.org or wherever you find your podcasts. Hey, Helen Hong. Yes, J. Keith Van Stratton? What's the difference between a layover and a stopover? I have no idea. What's the difference between optimal and optimum? I have no idea. What's the difference between an actual conversation and a promo for our new show on Maximum Fun, Go Fact Yourself? Nobody has any idea. Go Fact Yourself, the game show with celebrity contestants, super smart experts, and answers to questions you've never even asked. Listen twice a month on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. And be in the audience for our tapings of Go Fact Yourself in downtown L.A. It's free. Go to GoFactYourPod.com for more info. We're having a very realistic conversation. Yes, we are. That was so much fun. I know. I love her. I love her so much. Yeah. And I really like where we got with mm-hmm. the, like with talking with her. Yeah. It's like such a good reminder of like, yeah, what... What limits are we setting on ourselves by what we think we're supposed to be doing or not doing? Yeah. And, and all or of that. I said I was going to be like this. Yeah. So that's just what I'm doing. What an yeah. anchor to have tied around us. I know. When we're already struggling. Right. You know, with different things. Yeah. I just, 
really needed to hear all that. Me too. Yeah. Anyway, she's doing an amazing job. Yeah, the comedy is. special, guys, is so good. It's like, it's so good to watch if you are about to have a baby. It is so good if you are wrestling with when you have chosen to have a baby in your life, as well as just being on the other side of having kids in your house. So, like, it really ticks all the boxes. Again, inside joke on iTunes and Amazon Prime. You know what I also uh, think ticks all my boxes? That is listening to somebody having a breakdown. Hi, this is Teresa. Um, I'm having a breakdown, um, but I'm not a mom. Um, I'm a nanny, um, and I've been listening to your show for a long time. And um, anyway, this morning I was with these wonderful, sweet kids that I've taken care of for four years. They're like my kids. Um, and we're just playing and dancing. And the youngest, who's about 20 months old, uh, had a seizure in the middle of the playing and um, her dad was home and she's okay and she got rushed to the emergency room and um, I stayed home with the five-year-old and everything's okay. It's just like, you know, it's like in that moment, I totally did it. I did a good job and I, I stayed really calm and the five-year-old was really calm and she kept, you know, she helped like pack a bag to take to the hospital with shoes and stuff Nikki and like was just really confident in her usual awesome self, like, everything's going to be fine, and she doesn't need to throw up, and she'll feel better, because the aunt had the stomach flu a little bit ago, and anyway, she is fine, and everything's fine, and now the family's all home, and I'm, I'm gone, and I'm just, like, I am so sad, and so scared, and my heart is just really, so freaked out. <laughs> It's my worst nightmare, and it's everyone's worst nightmare. And I'm so glad everything's okay. I just need to talk to somebody about this. Thank you, guys. You're doing a great job. Thanks for the podcast. It's amazing. It's a godsend. Bye. You're doing such a remarkable job. Yeah, you are. I. It is a gift that you called... And left this message because I think it is really easy as parents to get really focused on, you know, our own personal things that we're doing as parents to these kids. And we, while we may appreciate how much we rely on the people who help us in our lives, babysitters, nannies, other child care options, you know, other child care forms of child care uh, that we rely on to no end. And we, we think about all that we put into finding the right child care for our kids and the whole nine yards. It's very easy to forget how, how important our children are to you. Right? I mean, I don't, yeah, I, and, I, the, and the relationship yeah. between our kids and our Caregivers. Our caregivers. You did a remarkable job, and and the family that you are are with and that you care for are just so lucky to have you. Yeah, they are. I mean, for real. And 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 I think like just to sorry to jump in, but like I think I think they know how much you love and care. Yeah. For them. Yeah. Again, you're doing a remarkable job, and every feeling that you are having to work through. Given the sort of circumstance, you know, given the situation that you went through, are valid and real, and you're doing remarkable. And we all hear you. Yeah, 
we all hear you and we all have your back uh, in terms of you needing to process. Totally. Such a good job. Teresa? Yes. What did we learn today? We learned that we're going to make it rain trash at every birthday party from now until eternity. (laughs) We have learned that every, just like Girl Scout cookies, everybody's got a favorite and everybody thinks all the rest of them are total garbage. God. You know what? We did not even talk about the environmental impact oh, of all I, of this stuff. It would have ruined the show okay. if we had really derailed right. into the environmental okay. impact as well as, like, the labor practices, as well as, yeah. like, where it comes from, why it's so cheap, guys. But, uh, okay, but that's uh, – okay. yeah. No, but it's real. It is real. It's real. It is very real. Yeah. I think – yeah, it is real. And I don't make light of that in, in any way. I, I think it was important to talk about. Yes. The, no, it doesn't. It doesn't mean that like none of that is it doesn't discount all right. of that stuff. It's just that that's all going through our minds also when yes. we're trying to figure out what, what to do, what to do yeah. with this custom. Right. That apparently has existed and will probably continue to exist. Yeah. Uh, you know, and maybe it's just, I don't know, maybe that maybe that is what we learn. Maybe it yeah. is just like when it's not party time, mm-hmm. like on some evening when you're nowhere near planning a party for your kid or something that they're going to do at school or whatever the fuck it is, to make a note and stick it somewhere or set a reminder for two weeks out on your phone before mm-hmm. a party yeah. that says, oh, I had that really great idea that I was going to give out blank yeah right like you know seed seeds bombs. yeah, yeah seed bombs yeah. or whatever it is yeah. and like a little pail and like whatever yeah. I, that actually could be a real takeaway yeah. from this yeah. i actually really might set a reminder yeah. for myself of I good ideas yeah. yeah we also learned that afira eisenberg is still one of our favorite people yep and i'm so thankful that she's willing to share all that she went through Me and that too. she's going through and yeah and just the reminder that you know it's good to grow yes in all directions and in all ways. Yes. So that was great. And we also learned that our caregivers do an amazing job. And we are also thankful for the people we have in our lives that help us function as parents. So a big thank you to caregivers. Guys, just a reminder, you can, here's all the business. You come see us in Chicago, May 11th and May 12th. You can go to onebedmotherpodcast.com and find out information there. We wrote a book. You're doing a great job, 100 Ways You're Winning at Parenting. That's still a great gift to go out and give people or just give to yourself as a reminder that you are killing it. You can go to Facebook. We've got a private group. We have a public group. Make sure you know which one you're getting involved with before you post. You can follow us on Twitter, at Teresa Thorne, at Biz Ellis, at One Bad Mothers with an S. And you can like us on iTunes or write a review. That's really helpful uh, in the grand scheme of helping people find out more about us. I think it's called Apple Podcasts now. Oh, yeah. yeah. Maybe it's called Apple Podcasts. Can, you can review us. You can there. pull out your BlackBerry. You can type it up however you need to do it. And this is like dated vernacular when it comes to social media. Everybody, you're doing a remarkable job. Yeah, you guys are. You guys are amazing. Teresa? Yeah. You're doing a very good job. Thanks, Biz. So are you. Thank you very much. And we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. I got to low down mama blues. I got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Low down.
down mama blues. Got the low down mama blues. Got the low down mama blues. You know that's right. We'd like to thank Max Fun, our producer, Kara Hart, our husbands, Stephen Lawrence and Jesse Thorne, our perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all of these horrible things, and of course, you, our listeners. To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org slash OneBadMother. For information about live shows, our book, and press, please check out OneBadMotherPodcast.com. One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, go to MaximumFun.org slash donate. Well, Daddy, baby, fussing by, not low down mama blue. Oh, said Daddy, baby, fussing by, not low down mama blue. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.